Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. At the end of the day, it comes down to us all being creators and builders in our own way and trying to establish more glue to make things happen, to co-create the future of possibility. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech episode shout out goes to Chris Miles. Chris Miles, thank you for being such a longtime member of the We Are LA Tech community and just championing everything that we do. Really appreciate you. Be sure to say hello to Chris on Twitter at MilesNextDoor. That's M-I-L-E-S-N-E-X-T-D-O-O-R. MilesNextDoor. Let Chris know you found him via We Are LA Tech. Welcome to the We Are LA Tech podcast, spotlighting LA Tech companies and talent. Hello, everyone. This is Felice Lazay, and I am a producer, musician, entrepreneur, and Web3 enthusiast, founder of my content production company, Sweet Spot Studios. I am guest hosting for my good friend, Esprit Devora, and I am so excited to be here with you today, chatting with Zach Sekar and Josh Krieger, founders of Outer Edge LA, which is an epic Web3 gathering in Southern California, where the Web3 community can can connect, co-create, and experience these emerging technologies with world leaders, investors, brands, and enthusiasts. They are also the creators of the Edge of NFT podcast, which brings you the top 1% of what's going on with NFTs and Web3. I am very, very passionate about the Web3 space and the emerging technologies coming out of it. So I am always excited to be able to bring some Web3 to the We Are LA Tech podcast. And I am so excited to talk with these founders today about this event because a lot of Web3 happens virtually. So I think that these in-person events are so important to bring that human connection to this space Outer Edge started last year, formerly known as NFTLA. There's a lot of NFT Web3 events that have been popping up around the world. And this is right in our backyard. It allows us to really learn about this technology and the space in general and how this tech is really going to impact our lives in a positive way and show us really the intersection between this technology and entertainment and the creator economy. So let's get into this conversation with Zach and Josh. So let's just jump into you guys telling me a little bit more about yourselves, how you came to create this event, and what got you into the Web3 space in general. Josh, why don't you kick things off? Yeah, so um, thanks for having us and uh, really excited to have this conversation. 
you know, my background is uh, I'm, I'm a serial entrepreneur. And in fact, one of my previous companies, I co-founded was with one of my current co-founders, Jeff Kelly. And it was about sort of co-creating the future of food where we brought together chefs and uh, supported, uh, supported a network of healthy, conscious consumers that wanted meals delivered to their homes and where they work out. And I expanded the company to L.A., and that's how I got to uh, appreciate all the finer points of L.A. and how it's really a, a very special creator economy center where you have art, music, technology, you name it. And I got into the tech scene, and that's where I met Zach uh, from coming to some of his amazing events where he brought people together, too. And we shared that common bound early on back, you know, this is seven, eight years ago. And so fast forward when I left. Territory Foods, um, transitioned to uh, an, another team there. I got really excited about how um, disruptive technology could impact industries broader than just food. And that's what sort of got me into blockchain. And I went down that rabbit hole for several years advising, investing in companies. And then fast forward to the end of 2021 with NBA Top Shots. And you had this really unique intersection of blockchain and uh, digital collectibles, digital art, and memorable moments and fan experiences. And at that moment, Jeff and I knew something different was happening in this economy that would change the fabric of society. You know, a little bit earlier than that, Zach had actually hosted a meetup with one of the original founders of CryptoKitties. And that was another aha moment. So there's a series of moments that led to a passion for exploring innovative technology. Our other co-founder I met through a leadership group I was in, he asked who wants to do a podcast. So in March of 2021, we launched the podcast and it quickly grew in a, a very large and broad audience. And we realized that our passion for events really meant wanting to bring this community together in real life as well. Of course, we wanted to include uh, someone like Zach with such a deep background in events and OG experience in the LA economy. And uh, that was where NFTLA came to life in, in March of, of, of 2022. And then we've evolved to Outer Edge from there. And it's, it's really a broader conversation around emerging technology now and an innovation festival that brings people together to celebrate all that is exciting about LA in the creator economy. That's so cool. I love that you guys are coming from a place of inspiration from the creator economy itself and from creatives, because that's, I think that's just really what's building this new space and um, what's growing these, this space is like the creators involved. Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, how you came to, you know, this space? I know that Josh kind of filled in a little bit of that, but like, tell us a little bit more. Sure. Yeah. I mean, just just hinted at a lot of the, the good storylines there. I've been, you know, almost on accident, uh, become, you know, a, something of a specialist in doing high tech events in Los Angeles uh, and connecting communities of you know startup entrepreneurs, creators, investors. And then, as Josh mentioned, like back in 2017, 2018, um, with the CryptoKitties, that was a lot of our first engagement with nfts as a you know technology inside the like blockchain computing world uh, and it was an eye-opening experience and and i have still a lot of friends here locally who you know tell me the same like that that little meetup of a couple dozen people 
the people who attended that, many of them are now, you know, leaders and highly engaged members of, of what is the local, you know, leadership and, and community building efforts around, you know, Web3. And what's so interesting about Los Angeles is because it's such a creative city, as Josh was mentioning, especially right after kind of the top shots kicked off this NFT boom, it was it was digital creators uh, that really made it a more interesting space than than really any other tech powered space that I've ever been part of. All the different types of artists and creators who have gotten engaged and got curious about being part of kind of the next internet, which is what we mean when we talk about Web three, where we have new versions of ownership and, and real buy-in on open source and permissionless philosophies. And that's kind of how I ended up here. And really by doing so many events over the years is how I got to meet so many interesting and amazing people. And so that's why I continue to do it. I think meeting up in person is still a magical experience. It's how I got to meet um, you know, awesome people like Josh. It's, it's how I know Esprit uh, and so many you know, leaders and innovators and, and just extremely interesting people who I know I wouldn't have conversations with otherwise. Uh, so I've, I've kind of leaned into after, you know, almost 12 years of community building through live events to, to really doing this as, as a specialty. So thrilled to uh, have gotten to partner up with Josh again and Jeff and Ethan and the rest of the, the Edge of Company crew to put on NFTLA and now expand into Outer Edge LA, which is this innovation festival that, you know, we're so excited to, to be launching here you know under the new banner this year and and who knows where it's going to go it's so exciting because i think that this space has been very virtual it grew a lot over the pandemic and there was a lot of virtual things going on but ultimately all these technologies that are emerging it means nothing if it doesn't actually connect people and it doesn't actually mean something to people in our everyday lives. So it's so important what you guys are doing, creating actual like events and activations and experiences so people can really start to put their hands on this technology and understand how it's going to affect their everyday life. So what would you guys say that is for somebody that's new to Web3 who, and there's a lot of newbies to Web3 who are listening to this podcast, what would you say that Outer Edge is the the event is really about? And overall, like Edge of like, what are you guys doing as a whole? Um, explaining this to someone who's like not really in the Web3 space. Um, obviously, people know what live events are, but just in general, just so that, you know, just for the newbie who's coming to this space, why would they want to go to these events and these activations and experiences? Yeah, I, I, I think at the end of the day, the Outer Edge is about breaking your own sort of limited beliefs around what's possible with technology and creativity and expanding your mind um, and making, you know, very magical connections that will give you the relationships and knowledge to succeed in whatever you decide to do in the creator economy. That's the highest level what people tell us they got out of the first event and what we strive to do with each of our events. At the end of the day, it, it comes down to us all being creators and builders in our own way and trying to establish more glue to make things happen, to co-create the future of possibility. So in some cases, there might be someone from, quote, Web 2, or what we call a newbie, that is learning about the space, but they're crypto curious, blockchain curious. In other times, there might be someone that's a deep OG, and they've been in the space since 
before us, like before me, like 2012 and, and beyond, at the end of the day, everyone needs a, a way to come together and to collaborate. And we want to do that with a really fun vibe where there's some music mixed in, where there's some art mixed in, where we're sort of integrating the culture of L.A. that only makes L.A. L.A. So that's what we've done with this event. And we've also sort of arrived at the conclusion that there's a need to sort of integrate emerging communities more meaningfully. And so we've decentralized elements of the event. At the core event, we have the outer edge where emerging projects can join us, artists can activate, um, that are still in the beginning of their journey with their projects to get the word out. And And there's no sort of economic barriers there. And then we've also thought about the fact that a lot of what LA is about is these small events and satellite events and and parties that happen throughout LA. So we've kind of taken the not as good days for our core event, you know, still fun days to, to get together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then sort of giving the community the, the nights and um, Thursday as community day, where there's going to be activations throughout LA that we're incorporating into our schedule where you get access with our ticket. So we're really excited about this format. And it's the latest iteration of an experiment that is essentially the whole industry. We hinted at this, and, and we really focused on this at the first NFTLA. We, we had three pillars, essentially. One was curiosity. Uh, so we would encourage everyone to come, you know, whether you feel like you're an expert or a newbie, as long as you're coming with an open mind, the world is infinitely fascinating when you don't assume you know everything. The second pillar is connection. And that is, you know, like we're doing right now, and as you hinted at, you know, the pandemic lockdowns showed us that there are actually a lot of things we can do without having to be in person. Um, but when you are in real communication, you know, that's when magic happens and that's when things are really fun. And that's it's almost impossible not to be in those great conversations when you're at an event with so many amazing minds. And the third is co-creation. And that is when people are collaborating and working together, that's really where it all comes down. Like that's where you get exponential results. So if you're willing to share what you're great at, you know, two plus two can be 500. That's awesome. I love all of this. You know, I am, I really like to nerd out on utilizing the technologies in a way that is almost like an invisible layer for uh, consumers and audiences and um, all people alike. So are there any particular ways that you're utilizing Web3 technology for the event itself, like tokenization with the tickets or anything like that in terms of, you know, just actually making it part of the experience on a on just an operational level, like in a way that's not necessarily like, you know, oh, I'm looking at a metaverse, you know, you know, activation or something like that. But it's just like something that is actually being used as a utility for the event. Absolutely. We want to make it so that you can do that. And it's accessible at like multiple different levels of comfort with that kind of tech. So it'll be released probably by tomorrow is the official Outer Edge app. And anyone with a ticket when they register, like and can show that they're also an attendee. And that app is going to get a special type of account, which will automatically generate a wallet and we'll have a kind of a ticket stub uh, NFT in there, which is something that we can apply a utility during and after the event. Uh, and it's going to be part of an overall like long-term strategy because these events are awesome, but they don't, they don't exist just on an island. And when they're over, they're dead. They're part of a, a longer story that we want to you know, co-create with everyone who gets involved. 
Ooh, you saw me over here dancing. <laughs> I get so excited about that. So cool. I love that it's actually going to generate a wallet in the app itself. I love that kind of creates a less of a barrier for somebody who doesn't have a wallet already. That's so, so cool. Um, I, I, you know, what are, is, can you share any of the, the, like the utilities or perks that are going to be given to the attendees through their wallet? I'm imagining that there's going to be a token attached to the, um, the ticket itself. Yeah, the ticket will be an NFT inside the app. Like when you, when you log in, like anyone could download the app, but if you've also got a ticket to the event, when you log in, you'll have that special, like the only way you can get that NFT is by being an attendee of the event. That's so cool. Okay. This to me is a really great teachable, like moment right now for listeners who are like either rolling their eyes at NFTs or just are scared of the whole technology and don't understand it. This is one of those things where this is very approachable. You don't need to mint an NFT to get the ticket. You buy the ticket like normal, but the ticket then you can redeem it. I'm I'm imagining there's some sort of like redeem function from the ticket itself that you've bought on Eventbrite. Correct. And it, it's, it's most of the work is done for you on the back end with uh, integrations through our technology partner, uh, Wire. And one of the great ways, if you are a newbie in engaging this way, is that, you know, we and Wire will be there in person. You know, so you can get to really know it and ask questions and get comfortable with using the tech without having to really already have much of a preconceived like, way of using it. Oh, I love this so much. I am going to be like documenting this whole experience now of, of, of going through this, because that is one of those things that I'm always trying to help my friends who don't understand Web3 technology, understand, understanding why it's useful, why it's fun, and how seamless it can make uh, an experience. So that's super, super cool. Will the token almost be used kind of like when you're at a convention and you have a badge and people are like scanning QR? QR codes? Um, will it be kind of like utilized in that way where, you know, if you have your token, you can get, you can, you know, redeem it throughout the convention for different um, perks and experiences and things along the way? We're experimenting with a few ways of doing it. Given that we haven't tried it in a convention uh, like environment yet, we're, we're somewhat experimental with it and how it's going to work. And if limited, you know, internet connectivity is going to crop up here or there. But it's definitely going to to offer a lot of those fun things. And you can even, you know, use the camera inside the app to mint your own NFTs, like on demand. Um, and then, you know, again, throughout the city and, you know, throughout the rest of the year, these NFTs are going to come into play uh, and give you special access and perks. That's what I was going to ask next. Is it going to, you know, carry over to other events? Like because you attended this, now you get special access to other things. When you guys kind of decided to start out and put this together, why LA in particular? Are you are you both um, LA natives? Like, do you have a special connection to LA? It, you know, why LA and not like another city? Yeah, so I have been in LA for about eight years. I don't know if that fits the definition of a native, but it feels like a lot longer than a lot of people here. I, I have my passport stamps. I've I've been to every neighborhood of LA. And I, you know, I, I've explored the entire gamut of the food scene here in LA. And it's just a really special um, 
creator economy. It's like nowhere else in, in, in the world. So I think that's what makes LA so special for us. And, and one of the reasons we wanted to do something in, in Los Angeles that was really a cultural experience that um, brought together all these different intersection points between entertainment, fashion, technology, and, and the people that are building here really run the gambit of, of what's possible with blockchain technology. So we felt like LA in particular was the right place for the type of innovation festival that we wanted to create. That's awesome. Um, did you have anything to add to that, uh, Zach? Yeah, I mean, he really hit the, the nail on the head there. It's, it's such an interesting and unique creator-centered city uh, that you know, if we had to pick one place to build this, it, it's just obvious. I, I don't want it to sound like it's LA and not anywhere else where we love, you know, San Francisco and New York and Miami and Austin and lots of places. And we often visit and, and may in the future, uh, you know, even plant some more flags and, and host more in-person things outside of Los Angeles. But there's so much opportunity here to kind of tell the next story of, of how entrepreneurship, creativity, um, and really the internet works. That's awesome. Are you originally from LA, Zach? I grew up in the Midwest, but I've been here most of the last 18 years. So you're basically an L.A. native now. <laughs> Pretty much at this point. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, I want to kind of get into the logistics of creating a company like this and producing events like this. I know from being involved with planning big like convention center style events it is a huge undertaking. It requires so many moving parts. It starts like as soon as the last one ended, you start planning the next one. So when you approached putting this together with the first one last year and now the second one, did you have to how did you approach getting like funded to be able to put this project, you know, put this put this dream together? Especially I think that a lot of people who come into the event space of building a, a, a startup or company of that in that sense, it's a little bit different um, than, you know, you have maybe a product that you're, you're creating or a service that you're providing. How did you all approach like logistically taking this from a dream and an idea to an actual event, a conference? I mean, a conference is huge. <laughs> How did you take it from dream to reality? Yeah, I appreciate the, the question and your appreciation of the nuances of, of putting together such a um, vast um, experience. And, you know, I, I, I think we're lean startup guys at, at the heart of it. And, you know, we we sort of came up with a, a concept that we felt could, could grow and expand based on the amount of traction that we got. We did have a, a small um, private round of strategic capital that we raised, and you know we were able to sort of leverage that in order to build something uh, quite demonstrative. You know, based on the trust and credibility that we have with the community. You know, Zach's previous event experience, our previous event experience, the the large following that we have with the podcast. These all were ingredients that allowed us to do something like this. It's not easy. And we've seen a lot of um, events in Web3, uh, unfortunately, not make it and cancel. And, you know, it, it makes me sort of very appreciative of this incredible team that we have as well with deep event experience. It is true. A lot of people think they can 
do events. And then when it comes down to making the sausage, not so easy. So, you know, a lot of planning, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of long days, a lot of long nights, and a lot of, of thinking through um, di- different puts and takes to, to create something special and meaningful and stay within reasonable budget parameters. You know, LA is limited in terms of large, large venues that can hold something like this. So we did choose to do the convention center in the last few years, and, and they've been really good to us. Um, uh, and that comes with some pros and some some challenges along the way using a venue like that. But But ultimately, we think it's been the right choice in terms of trying to bring people together in, in, a, in an environment that sort of maximizes um, networking potential and the overall experience. That's a good point you brought up there about just LA, the challenges, because um, before we jumped into the interview, I was talking with Zach about, I used to produce uh, events with the Audio Engineering Society that would do an event at LA Convention Center and then and one year at Javits, and then one year at San Francisco. The problem always in LA was the space, how wide, you know, how big LA is and how to keep everybody, you know, that's going to the event, the convention, how to kind of keep them centralized a little bit, (laughs) how to keep it. So are you all, you know, I know that there's a lot of uh, events going on, like parties going on around the event itself, the convention itself. Is there any sort of like collaboration you're doing in terms of keeping it kind of in a centralized location or is it kind of like all over the place, but you are like making sure to keep it um, everyone notified or or, or updated on where like official events are going on around? Yeah, it's a little bit of both, right? Outer Edge LA actually begins right now with a youth summit that I'm attending. I just spoke at for 150 youth that um, are learning the the tools and skills to be successful in Web3. These are teenagers from all over LA. We're really pleased to partner with K-12 Crypto for that. Then we have a hackathon in Santa Monica on uh, this upcoming Saturday and Sunday. And then the core event is downtown on Tuesday and Wednesday with a sort of casual gathering and a VIP reception on Monday. And so it makes sense to focus some energy downtown for those days. However, Community Day on Thursday has events all over L.A., and there are some events in the evenings throughout L.A. as well. So you kind of have to embrace the chaos when it comes to how spread out L.A. is, but find ways to concentrate energy over a certain number of days and then be a little bit more flexible other days. So we've tried to take advantage of um, what LA offers in that sense. And, you know, we have a community calendar with a heat map. So anyone all over from anywhere can see and have a visual on where they can get different places and, and map out their experience. But you're in good shape if you spend most of your time downtown for the beginning of the week, and then you can kind of choose your own adventure from there. Are you utilizing any like types of um, PO apps or anything like that? to kind of either incentivize or gamify that experience of hopping around LA for the different events? Yeah. So um, Vanity, who's doing the heat map, has some really exciting uh, PO apps for going to different events. So absolutely, you you will get that experience. Is that all going to be in the app for the for Outer Edge? So the scavenger hunt component that you just described is going to be through a partner of ours, Venity. The app that we're doing will have some other sort of experiences, and that will be 
sort of the, the, the primary place for the community to gather year round with some additional content and updates to follow. So they are two separate pieces of technology, but they are symbiotic. So cool. I love that. I love I love that you're gamifying that experience of hopping around L.A., you know, and we just talked about some of the challenges of L.A., but what are some of the ways that L.A. has helped accelerate your company and your events overall? Because, you know, L.A. is good for that as well. So (laughs) what are some ways that L.A. has actually like supported your growth? Yeah, you know, I I don't think LA is challenges. I think it's an opportunity to sort of um, create an event that fits the LA vibe, right? But to your second question, you know, there's a natural sort of desire in LA to co-create and to get together. Um, We've seen over the last year and a half, tons of meetups pop up for different segments of the community in different neighborhoods. And so you know, having that type of infrastructure and people that want to get together has made it easier to meet people, get to know the community, to find ways to collaborate with everyone. So I think that's been a benefit. You know, our team, um, half of our core team is based in LA. And so there's events almost every day of the week that are relevant to, you know, this Web3 technology movement. So sometimes we're on the West side, sometimes we're, you know, in Hollywood. Sometimes we're in K-Town. So we we try to go to these events and and get to know everyone in the local community. Yeah, I think it's that diversity that makes LA like so special and that it's it's absolutely cemented itself as a hugely important and top tier technology and innovation ecosystem. And yet it's not homogeneous, like single industry tech. Like there's so much happening in LA. So the diversity also extends into that, into types of, of businesses and, and topics that are being innovated here. It's a, you know, media, cultural, technology hub for really for the whole world. Absolutely. No, you're so right about that. And, you know, that kind of brings me to my next question. You both have talked about how important the creator economy is and, and supporting creators. And we all know that Web3 is created an incredible opportunity for uh, creators to really rebuild the entertainment industries, the music industries, the creative industries from a creator first kind of perspective. And I'm just wondering, like, what are uh, some things that you may have planned for this convention for for Outer Edge to support creators, like whether that be like, you know, performances planned? Is there, you know, um, like those types of things um, happening at the at the convention? There are definitely both of the above. There's going to be some really interesting art, not only being displayed, but being created live, like inside the convention. And, you know, we we're kind of becoming known for really cool and surprise performances uh, that happen inside and surrounding uh, the experience. So you can expect, you know, more of the same of, of really interesting, you know, you know live music and, and similar performances to happen. Uh, so you definitely don't want to miss what's going to be going on at the convention center uh, next week on Tuesday and Wednesday and some surrounding venues. Uh, there's going to be, again, we'd love to lean into the, the creator first stuff and, and give people the, you know, experiences they haven't had before and certainly haven't come to expect from, say, a tech conference. I love to hear that. I think it's really important to kind of make sure that it's not just only tech first, but also 
entertainment first as well, you know, be, to bring in the 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 audience, the the consumers, the people that actually are going to, you know, use these tools. So that's awesome. As somebody's listening to this who is very new to Web3, not myself, but somebody listening to the podcast right now, you know, what are some resources in LA that you would suggest um, they tap into to get more acquainted with this space, especially for creators? I mean, the, the podcast that, that Josh and Jeff and Ethan started is huge. Yeah. I mean, certainly check out our show. It's a lot of fun and you can learn a lot um, and you don't need to leave your home. So it's just edgeofnft.com or edgeofnft on social. Uh, in terms of the local LA scene, you know, there's L, uh, there's NFT Tuesdays and there's Crypto Mondays. Those are great groups to check out and you'll meet a little bit of, of, of who's who in the space. There's a lot of sort of different Telegram groups and Instagram groups once you go down that rabbit hole. There's also some great galleries um, from Bright Moments that's back to Vellum to some new folks open up that we'll be partnering with, Super Chief, of course. So I recommend sort of following these local NFT galleries, Nomad Boulevard. Um, these are galleries that have NFT events all the time. And um, you know, they're all over LA. So if, if you're allergic to traffic, um, you can probably find a gallery pretty close to you. Right on. I'll give, I'm just going to give a shameless plug to the series I've been running for close to 12 years now, LA Tech Happy Hour. I've actually got one this evening in Venice. Yeah, like we were talking about Web3, it's not, you don't really have a choice of like Web3 or not. It, we're playing that it is the future of the internet. So if you're around innovators, it's going to happen. I completely agree with you. I say to people, and it sounds kind of ominous, that uh, you're either going to be part of the evolution of the internet or it's just going to happen to you. <laughs> Web3 is just going to happen to you eventually. Um, and that's not in a bad way. It's just like it's it's just like with, you know, when the first iteration of the internet morphed into what we're using now, which we're now calling Web2, you either were building it or you all of a sudden had a smartphone in your hand and you were using social media. And people think like that after a while, it becomes something that we get so used to that it's like, oh, it's always been here. And that's, I think, what's going to end up happening with all the technology that's emerging with Web3. So I totally agree. I'm going to kind of limit it, I guess, to Web3, but you could go outside of Web3 if you want to. But, you know, companies in the LA space that impress you, that you're, that you're you know, looking at, that you're wanting to collaborate with, that you, you know, just want to kind of like highlight, what are some companies that you're impressed by that are emerging in these in this LA space, especially Web3? There's a lot of good ones. We mentioned briefly Wire which is a, a layer one and a really great tech company that is powering our the app that we were talking about. So that comes to mind for sure. And Josh is actually at, like you said, the uh, this amazing NFT youth summit powered by a company called K12 Crypto, uh, which has impressed us many times over the last year. Yeah, also shout out to our friends at AE Studio and Venice Beach. We're, we're doing the hackathon with them. They're, they have over 120 developers and they're headquartered here as well as the Valkymer Studios. You know, the Valkymer team has done a lot in the Web3 space and really appreciate those guys and, and what they do as well. There's so many LA companies to mention. Of course, you do have sort of bigger tech companies like, like Shopify that are here as well, and, and they're getting into Web3 as well. I love you brought up uh, the Valkymer folks. Uh, 
Camp Kilmer is really cool. I've, I've known a few creators who've gone through that um, program. So that's really awesome. And you know, what's really funny, I think, is you can have a conversation with just several different people in the Web3 space who are building in the Web3 space. And you will almost always find out about a company that you never knew about. And you think that you've known, you know, everything. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you know, and it's I, I just love that about this space. Um, there's just it's like it's just a garden that's growing so fast The you know, a garden that is really, really dense and and, you know, full of like just like hidden treasures. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. So we're going to get into the last part here of our of our chat um, where I'm just going to give you a couple quick fire questions just to uh, get some of your favorite things. Um, so I'm going to go back and forth between the two of you. I'm going to jump over to Zach first. What's one of your favorite tech tools? It could be an app, software, hardware. And there's so many, it's hard to pick. I'm, I'm a total notion junkie. I like, I try to build everything in there and they added some GPT three, um, and I don't know if it has the four installed yet, but like you can add some AI tools in there and speed yourself up. So yeah, I I kind of if I could live in Notion anytime I'm on my computer, I'm happy. You're my guy, Zach. I'm the same. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> um, same question to you, Josh. Yeah, uh, I gotta say, Slack is has been a lifesaver for us with a decentralized company and so many outside partners. The ability to sort of create groups um, to sort of keep conversations moving along at all hours with all different time zones. Yeah, Slack has been um, clutch for us. I am right there with you too. I love Slack. I'm a Slack and Notion power user. That's like the nerdiest thing that could come out of anybody's mouth. Um, <laughs> but yes, I'm right there with you. Starting with Zach, what is your like favorite restaurant? What would you recommend to somebody to try, especially somebody like new to LA? Man, that Josh is better at this than me. I when I find when people are new to LA, I try to get them to really enjoy the kind of SoCal Mexican food, which is just so great. So like. Well, right over here by me in Culver City at the platform is a, a taco joint called Loqui that I think does a, a fantastic job and makes their own flour tortillas in-house. So I probably have that way more than I should say on uh, while being recorded. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm going to go opposite end of the spectrum. I love the hole-in-the-wall restaurants and Venice has so many great spots, but my sort of you know, wow experience recommendation is Avra in Beverly Hills. It's a Greek restaurant that flies in fish daily from all over the world. Uh, you you basically choose a fish for your table based on um, how many people you have there and how hungry you are. Everything in Avra is just done to the nines. It's delicious. Um, you can even get a salt crusted fish that will take like an hour to cook, but totally worth it. I love it. I love that you went on the, we got both sides of the spectrum and that's what everybody needs when they come to visit LA. Like need to know like the hole in the wall and the super, the super LA bougie moment to have, you know, have that moment as well. I love it. So what is your favorite hike in LA? I don't, I'm not very original, but Temescal is kind of hard to beat. You got a, a few different ways you can hike it and it's so pretty. So Temescal Canyon for me. I think if you said Runyon or something like that, that would be. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's 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 good. No, that's good. Josh, what's your favorite hike? 
Okay, so I, I am looking up the official name of this hike um, for you, but it's in Culver City, and it's this beautiful park that maybe you know what I'm talking about. I will, oh, the Kenneth Hahn State Recreation Area. So this is like this hidden gem in the middle of LA where you've got this like really cool lower level with trails and and wildlife and then you got this upper level with it where you can play frisbee golf and it's like a really vast view of all of LA and I don't think enough people know about it. I don't think I know about it. What is it called again? Kenneth Hahn. It's also it's right where if you've heard of the Culver Stairs what people often call it. It's the like that's one way up. If you want a more of a workout, you can blast your way up the steps, but you don't have to. You can take a nice, peaceful hike up the other side of the hill. It's over near Baldwin Hills. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I know where that area is. At least I love these questions because even living in LA, be, same thing with being in the Web three space. Like you'll you'll think you know everything, and then you'll be like, oh wait a minute, I haven't seen everything that there is to see. So thank you so much for sharing. I personally am so excited about getting to experience, you know, Outer Edge. Uh, I experienced the party side of it last year, and now I'm excited about being <laughs> being actually at the event. What are some things that the community, that the We Are LA Tech community can do to support Outer Edge and the podcast and, you know, everything you all are doing? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, as a podcaster, you appreciate the simple, uh, beautiful thing that is finding the podcast on Spotify or iTunes and hitting the follow button. Uh, every every new listener uh, is great, and we welcome uh, new listeners. Uh, they can also sign up for our newsletters. We have one for Outer Edge LA um, at outeredgela.live. Um, and then we also have another one for Edge of NFT, and they have different content in those newsletters. And then, you know, of course, um, you know, we would love for you to come to Outer Edge LA. I'm sure, Zach, we can conjure up some sort of special discount for uh, the listeners here, but being part of it, you know, and and, and one cool thing, um, you know, this year that we did is is we, you know, gave tickets to people that participated in the hackathon um, and supported the builders. That that deadline is unfortunately passed, but I mean, we're going to do things year round. So so be part of the community, be part of what we do and, and go from there. And Zach, do we have a, a discount code that we can offer? Yeah, just uh, put, use the discount code. We are LA Tech. You'll get a, a nice, nice deal special for the community. Perfect. Thank you guys so much. Really, really appreciate that. And I hope um, some of the listeners uh, take advantage and, and go check out all that Outer Edge has to offer. I know I am. And I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the event. Uh, thank you both so much for your time. Where can folks find you all online, um, personally and, and Outer Edge, um, whichever, you know, all the things that you want to share, feel free. Yeah, so they can go to Twitter and follow us at um, at NFT LA Live and at Edge of NFT. I think it's the same on other socials, but you could always go to our website that I mentioned earlier and find us there. Uh, my personal handle is at Josh Krieger on, on Twitter, um, but we're not hard to find. Um, we're around and uh, we love to engage with the community. Yeah, you can find me at, you know, at Zach Sekar on all the socials and uh, yeah, OuterEdge.live will 
get you everything you need to know about the event. Perfect, perfect. I know I'm going to go connect with you guys on on the socials now, too. So thank you all so much. Um, looking forward to meeting you in person and having fun over at Outer Edge with uh, with the app and everything. And um, we will see you. We'll see you at the at, at Outer Edge. <laughs> To connect and collaborate with more amazing people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to We Are LA Tech Facebook group at wearelatech.com forward slash community. That's wearelatech.com forward slash community. Say hello on socials at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. You can follow me at Felice Lazay on all the socials. And I will see you in another episode real soon. Remember to take good care of yourself and most of all, love yourself. Take care, y'all. Hi, this is Joshua Krieger, co-founder of Edge of Company in Outer Edge LA, as well as co-host of the Edge of NFT podcast. And we're focused on co-creating the future of Web3 with all the builders and creators out there in the world. I'm based in Los Angeles, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. Hi, this is Zach Sekar, co-founder of Outer Edge LA, an innovation festival happening in Los Angeles, March 20 to the 23rd, 2023. I'm based in Culver City, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.